In this video, I'm gonna show you how to use Hashcat and GPUs to crack a Wi-Fi passwords. May this video be a lesson in why you shouldn't use weak passwords as your Wi-Fi password. I'll show you as an example how quickly I can crack a 10-digit password. Use this as a warning for both you and others that you shouldn't use your telephone number as your Wi-Fi password. Also be aware that a lot of home routers, such as this one, this is a TP-Link router, use a very short password by default eight digits is the default on this router. And that is true for TP-Link routers. Be careful of WPS. You probably gonna wanna disable that. You're gonna wanna change the default password on your home router. You're going to wanna use long passwords with alphanumeric characters as well as special characters. Don't fall into the trap of using simple passwords because it's very, very easy to crack it. Now this video is sponsored by Cisco Meraki. You want a secure Wi-Fi solution for the office, but also for home. These days we have hybrid working. Hybrid working is becoming really, really important. People don't just wanna work in the office. They wanna be able to work from home, but that raises serious questions about security. There have been many cyber attacks in recent years because users are taking their devices home and the security at home isn't necessarily as good as in the office, as I'm gonna demonstrate in this video. You want a solution such as Cisco Meraki that allows for hybrid working. Rather than forcing people to come into the office, we want to allow users to be able to work in the office and at home. And Cisco Meraki has a fantastic solution for hybrid working. You can leverage the cloud to deploy policies to devices in the office as well as at home and increase the security of your organization. Don't let attackers do what I'm demonstrating in this video. Make sure that you have a solution from Cisco Meraki that can help you secure your organization. Now, before I continue and before you say, but David, I don't use simple passwords. That's not what people do in the real world. Here's an example from Israel. This security researcher did a walk around in Tel Aviv. He captured the information for 5,000 Wi-Fi networks. And by using GPUs in a computer, and that's what I'm gonna demonstrate in a moment, he was able to crack 70% of the Wi-Fi passwords using Hashcat. This video is not sponsored by Alpha, I just really like their network adapters, but by using a network adapter such as this in a laptop, and Kali or Kali Linux if you prefer, it's very, very easy to crack Wi-Fi passwords if the passwords are weak. So again, this was done in the real world. I'm gonna show you how to do this using Hashcat. Hashcat changed the file format that's used when cracking WPA and WPA2 passwords. You should now use 22,000 where you're capturing PMK IDs and ePoll messages. I've shown you how to do that in a separate video. Have a look at the video below where I show you how to capture this information. But I'm gonna show you both the old method where you capture the four-way handshake. Again, I've linked a video below showing you how to do that, as well as the new method. So let's try the old method, which has been deprecated with Hashcat, but you may decide to use an older method. It's not as good as the new method. In the Hashcat documentation, which I've linked below, they show you why you wanna use this new method and why the old method has been deprecated. But let's say you do capture the four-way handshake uh, using tools such as Wi-Fi or something else. You can still use older versions of Hashcat to crack that. Let's have a look at the GPU 
In this example, I've got two computers. The first one has an AMD GPU with this information. The second one has a AMD GPU as well with this information. So the one is clocked at this and the other is clocked at this. So let's start with the old method first. What I've done is move this capture from my laptop to the computer that's running the GPU. This is a Windows computer. You typically don't wanna use Kali within a virtual machine because you don't get access to the GPUs. So I've captured the information and moved it to a Windows computer with a GPU. So what I'll do is clear the screen and I'll paste this command in. So what we're doing here is using the old method of brute forcing a WPA password. I've got the file, the HCCAPX file, and I'm telling it to crack using 10 digits. Now you may not know that, but again, this security researcher in Israel tried to crack passwords using 10 digits because a lot of people use their telephone numbers uh, as passwords. And then he used the RockU database to crack the passwords. So in his initial tests, he checked telephone numbers starting with 05 because that's the dialing code in Israel. And then he used the RockU database to crack the passwords. Now in this example, I'll just do a brute force of 10 digits and press enter. Let's see how long it takes us to crack the password. According to this, it'll take about two hours. Now in my experience, one of the reasons this looks like it's taking longer is because I'm recording the screen. So I've got a recording application running here and that seems to slow things down. But as you've noticed, that took 16 seconds to crack. If I try and run the command again, Hashcat will tell me to use dash dash show to display the password. So dash dash show, there is the Wi-Fi password. Notice 10 digit number. That took all of 16 seconds to crack. Don't use telephone numbers in your passwords. Now, if you enjoy these types of ethical hacking videos, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. Please like this video and click on the bell to get notifications. That really does help me with the YouTube robots and helps you know when I've uploaded new content to my YouTube channel. I'm uploading a whole bunch of ethical hacking content to my channel. So if you enjoy that type of thing, please consider subscribing to my channel. Okay, let's continue. Now, before some of you complain, I will show you how to use a range of, of digits and alphanumeric characters. So I will show you that in the, this video. Okay, so let's try the new method on the second machine. What I'm gonna do here is run hashcat. The mode is this new WPA version two mode. But in this case, I'll use an eight digit password. So I've got eight Ds here because it's an eight digit password. That's once again, the default length and type of password that TP-Link routers will use. So you really wanna change that. Okay, so let's press enter. Hashcat version six, Two five is starting. According to this, it's gonna take about a minute and 28 seconds to crack. What you can see here is the numbers that are being tested. Taken about 25 seconds thus far for this password. You can see the progress at the moment is 31.56%. Now we're at 46.89%. This is the range of numbers that we're testing. In the worst case scenario, it's, it's gonna take about a minute and a half to crack this password. Okay, so that's done. Minute and six seconds approximately is how long it took. If I run the command again, it's gonna tell me to use show to display the password. So dash dash show, you can see that's the password that was used. So I captured this TP-Link router's password and that was what the password was set, eight digit password. 
Okay, so let's do the old method. Now again, I'll find that the recording software really messes things up. That'll slow things down. So let's do a eight digit TP-Link crack using the old method. So I'll remove show because this is a new example and I'll remove two Ds. And let's see how long it takes to crack that using this GPU. According to this, about a minute and a half as well. And it'll simply go through all the different combinations. You can see this is the progress, about 13%. That's where it is at the moment. Moral of the story, once again, is you don't want to use digits in your passwords. Okay, about a minute and eight seconds is what it took to crack that password. If I use show now, you can see that's the password that was used, different to this password on the other machine. But I've now shown you the commands for both formats, new format and old format. Old format has been deprecated in new versions of Hashcat, so that's why on this computer I'm using an older version of Hashcat, whereas on here I'm using the latest release of Hashcat at the time of this recording. Okay, so that's nice, but a lot of people have complained in previous videos that I'm not showing how to do a range of numbers or alphanumeric characters. So let's have a look at a new option. So in this example, what I've got is Hashcat. That's the command in Windows. The mode is 22,000. This is the name of the hash. So I just need to make sure that I've got that hash. We're gonna do a brute force attack, but what we're gonna do now is increment from a minimum of eight to a maximum of let's say 18 digits. And I'll show you in a moment how to do alphanumeric, but DRR, let's make sure that we've got that new format. So this is the name of the file, and I'll just start it at eight digits, assuming that we don't know how many digits the person has. You could increment this. So in this example, starting at eight, going to 18, we're not quite sure how many digits the person is using in their password. Okay, so I'll paste that in. Okay, so that's running now. Press status, you can see it's trying to do eight digits. So it's first gonna do eight digits. And then once it's tried to crack it using eight digits, it's gonna increment this to nine digits and then 10 digits and so forth and so on. At the moment, 19% for eight digits. Okay, so it's tried 100% of eight digit characters, but it didn't get the password. So now notice it's trying nine digits. You can see how long it's gonna take, about 15 minutes according to this. Press S to get status. You can see it's about 5% at the moment. So basically, what it's doing with this command is it's starting at eight digits. I'm telling it to use digits here. And then it's incrementing that up to 18. So start with eight, then nine, then 10. So in this example, it's a 10 digit password that I've captured. I know that it's not gonna work for nine digits. But all you need to do now is simply wait for it to get to 10 digits. Now, this is one of the things I wanna say about videos. A lot of people complain that we use simple passwords in demonstrations. The reason why is it's probably not gonna be fun for you to watch me just crack a password for 15 minutes, unless you just wanna you know, watch the screen, 15 minutes of this going by. We either use simple passwords just to make the demonstration less boring or speed up the video. So that's what I'll do here. Okay, so we are now at the 10 digit mark. It's been going for about 14 minutes. According to this, we've got about two hours and 27 minutes to go to crack a 10 digit password. You can see as an example, the digits that it's going through. This is the maximum amount of time that it'll take, two hours and 30 minutes. 
If you're lucky or fortunate, you'll get a password earlier than the maximum length specified. Now, a lot of people have asked me this. So let's talk about built-in characters in Hashcat. If you do question mark D, that's digits. That's what I've been demonstrating. But L is lowercase characters. U is uppercase characters. S as an example is special characters. And then A is lowercase, uppercase, digits, and special characters. So you could use that when cracking passwords because you don't necessarily just want to use digits. Okay, so I'll let this computer continue trying to crack the 10-digit password. Let's try and crack a password that has letters, so alphanumeric characters as well as digits. So in this example, I've got an HC22000 capture. It's a 10-digit one. Notice what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna create custom characters where we're gonna specify digit, lowercase, and uppercase. We're doing a brute force attack. And notice I've specified one here. So this dash one means we're going to look for digits, lowercase, uppercase. In the Hashcat documentation, they show you an example where dash one consists of these characters as an example. Or you can do question mark, which goes through a range of characters. So as an example, they say that the following is the full seven-bit ASCII character set. So lowercase, digits, special characters, uppercase. They have various examples in the documentation that you can look at. As an example, if you know people are using a password of password followed by character, that's what a lot of people do, so password one, password two, password three, etc. that option will specify values password zero to password nine. So you can try and crack that. Okay, but in this example, let's take this command and paste it into the command prompt. Notice once again, we are doing a WPA, WPA2 crack. That's the mode that we're using. This is the file that I've captured. Custom characters are digits, lowercase, uppercase. We're doing a brute force attack and I've specified it to be 10 digits. You could do a range once again, saying from eight to a higher number if you want. But let's press enter there and see if that can crack that password. Okay, so S gives us the status. Now it's funny, when you try and record a video, the output is sometimes different to what you have when you do your tests. So when I did this, it, would, it was saying it would take a long time. But um, let's see how long it actually took. Now it cracked that password in about 40 seconds. There's the actual password even though it told me that it was gonna take like to the next bang. It actually did it in about 40 seconds. Type that again. If I enter the command to try and start it up again, it's gonna tell us that the password is already cracked. So use dash dash show, there's the password. So about 40 seconds to crack that password. So there's a lesson there. Just because Hashcat says it's gonna take a really long time to crack it, doesn't mean that it's going to, because it just depends on the password used. This password notice contains a digit, lowercase, uppercase, and lowercase digits. So I was just fortunate enough to be able to crack that password so quickly. Again, it took a short amount of time. And let's just do that again to make the point. When you've cracked a file, they are displayed as pot files. So if I open that up with sublime text, what you'll notice is there's the password that we've cracked. So I'll delete that pot file. And now in Hashcat, when I type show, there is no output. I've got to run it again. And actually just before I do that, 
What I think I'll do, just to show you the option, because a lot of people ask this option, let's set the increment from 10 to, let's say, a maximum of 12. So we are cracking the same capture. I'm gonna increment it from 10 to 12. So that means I need to add another two characters here. So let's try that again. So I'll paste that in. Hashcat is starting up. Press S now. Hashcat is running. This is the file that we're gonna try and crack. It's told, we're told it's gonna take forever. It's starting with 10 characters. You can see what it's trying to crack at the moment. So if I press S, there's an update. Keep going. 31 seconds at the moment. Let's see how long it takes to crack that. Trying various passwords here. And there you go, 41 seconds, it cracked it. Password has been cracked. That's the password that worked. So again, if I type status on the same command, or should I say show rather than status, there's the password that was cracked. Going back into Windows, there's the pot file, which I'll open up in Notepad. So there's the password that was cracked. So sometimes it's just, you, you, you're lucky. You get a password more quickly because the user chose a password that Hashcat can guess in the brute force attack. Now, this other one is taking its time. So let's see if we can crack this 10-digit WPA one more quickly on this machine. We're going to do 10 digits in this case. So command, once again, is Hashcat, the mode, which is WPA, WPA2, the file that we're gonna crack, we're gonna do brute force in this case. And it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 digits. Let's hope I did that right. Clear the screen, paste that in. Okay, according to this, once again, it's gonna be about two hours, 27 minutes, very similar to the other device. This one over here is saying two hours, 14 minutes at the moment. The moral of the story is you're just gonna leave that to continue cracking away. There are better ways of doing it than what I've shown you here. Going back to that Israeli researcher, what he did is he reduced the number of options by specifying 05, the telephone number for cell phones in Israel. So he reduced the number of combinations. And if things didn't work, what he did then is he used the RockU database to try and crack the password. Now, this is what you would use if you wanted to use a word list or a password dictionary. So you would say hashcat-m22000, the name of your file, and then you would specify the word list that you wanna use, which could be the RockU database. I showed you in a previous video, link below, how to do that when I captured the files using these Wi-Fi adapters. So you could use a database of passwords, like a word list. You could use brute force. There are many options available in Hashcat. I've shown you here how to use brute force attacks with GPUs to attack WPA, WPA2. I'm hoping you enjoyed this video. It's quite long. A lot of you have asked me questions about how to use Hashcat, how to use Hashcat with alphanumeric as an example, different types of options. If you enjoyed this video, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel. Please like the video and click on the bell to get notifications. I'm David Bumble, and I want to wish you all the very best. Thank you.